for customer conversion, really, you need to be super impactful and you have about eight to 12 seconds to really make an impression be like, okay, cool, this is great, this works and let me get going versus customer retention where it's more, I mean, you still have to catch their attention, but I think they're already coming from a place where they have a certain grasp of the platform. And so it's a matter of making it as easy as possible for them to get from point A to point B. Welcome to the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast, where Gallery Ram Kumar of Document 360 finds the best SaaS self-service knowledge bases in the world and then interviews their creators. Let's get started with today's episode. Good day, everyone. Welcome to Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Today, I have Isabel Abreu, who's a lead technical writer at Nexodus. So welcome, Isabel, to the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you. Thanks for having me today. Great, great. So it's a pleasure to have you uh, as part of the series. So before we uh, dig deep into your uh, processes and uh, documentation, let's just explain a little bit about yourself. How did you get into this uh, profession? Uh, who's been your motivator? Okay, so um, it's actually a very really good question. And uh, I stumbled into technical writing kind of a, by accident. Um, I was in academia, so doing research, a research master's. And what happened is that uh, one of our alumni posted in our group chat, hey, there's this uh, selective master's on technical communication. If you ever want to branch out of academia, you can do that. Um, I looked into it. It looked really exciting. I was uh, teaching at the time in London um, to high school students that were preparing the International Baccalaureate and um, I applied and I got in and that's how I started. Um, I did a master's in technical communication and I also did uh, alongside that an apprenticeship at SAP and the rest is history really. <laughs> <laughs> so how has it been so far then you came into this profession as an accident but are you enjoying it yeah it's amazing and you the thing is when you have a background in academia or even research or teaching um, there's a lot of transferable skills that you can bring into technical writing um, like research you know being personable sort of extracting information from loads of uh, different people so there's definitely um, a link between the two but would never have known that without that uh, group chat message. Uh-huh, absolutely. So just help me understand a little bit then about your team. Like, uh, are you the first person to be, in, uh, to do this, to start in this, um, in your company? Or did you join a team who already were um, very fluent in documentation? Uh, so I was the second technical writer ever at the company. And uh, I was on my own until fairly recently. We recently hired a new junior writer to help out and build the team, documentation team. So yeah, but I was the second one and I've established pretty much all the processes related to documentation um, at Nexodus, so. That's even uh, better to hear because uh, that gives you that opportunity that you were talking about, right? Like exploration and them to uh, experiment. Yeah, exactly. I had experience at SAP, so obviously the processes were very much established, definitely present, and it gave me this great framework um, on technical writing. How do you write effectively? How do you manage documentation that is available across the world, you know, 
all these little things. And then I got this opportunity in Exodus to actually build that with that framework, build something from the ground up, which is really mm -hmm. exciting. So just to elaborate a little bit on that topic, uh, uh, Isabel, so what were your documentation challenges at Nexodus and how the knowledge base has overcome it? Um, so I think the main challenge of the knowledge base so far has been keeping it up to date. And that's just something that you can find in every company, making sure, especially for software, mm -hmm. it's, um, it's a constant battle to make sure that everything is up to date and our users have the latest information. Um, and the way we've managed that is through very rigorous and robust single sourcing, um, aka content reuse, and making sure that whenever we can update something as quickly as possible, we, we grab that opportunity and we make it happen. Um, because our knowledge base is used not only by our, our customers, but also our support team. And it's very much the sort of central knowledge hub that um, everyone using Nexodus is bound to use at some point. Absolutely. I can actually relate to what you're saying because we are a software company and mm -hmm. we have not one product, but four products and all those products are heavy on documentation. So yeah. it's as important as building the tool itself, right? Yeah. <laughs> so how has this up-to-date knowledge base helped you in terms of customer retention? So just the sheer fact of them having an issue or not being able to do something and being able to browse the knowledge base, find a solution, get going instead of um, waiting, you know, 24 hours for their tickets to be solved. Um, it's also, I think, a reflection of, I think knowledge bases in general or the reflection of how um, companies feel about their customers in a lot of ways. Um, and being able to answer their needs is already a sign that you you sort of care and you're doing your research in terms of knowing who you're serving. So I think that helps too. Great, because uh, both the both of us have one thing in common, which is a software company. I've got this question to you. So in your opinion, which is easier, developing content for customer acquisition or content for customer retention? <laughs> um. I think they both have their challenges. And I think the main difference is that um, for customer conversion, really, you need to be super impactful and you have about eight to 12 seconds to really make an impression be like, okay, cool, this is great, this works and let me get going versus customer retention where it's more, I mean, you still have to catch their attention, but I think they're already coming from a place where they have a certain, grasp of the platform and so it's a matter of making it as easy as possible for them to get from point a to point b mm -hmm. great so what kind of data insights do you use in order to keep it keep your knowledge base up to date or how do you know that your content is understood and taken up by your audiences so in terms of you know, updates, obviously we have um, an, an agile model within the company so whenever we need to update something where we have a ticket, we update it, and we go through the process. If it's a third-party integration, meaning we don't really have a lot of um, input on how often they update you know, their UI, how their feature works, we have um, cycles, usually 90 days, where we review the documentation that we have for third-party platforms and see if it still you know, lines up. And then when it comes to customer engagement, I think the main um, 
the main metric that we use is um, click to read and knowing exactly when customers are engaged. And if you're consistently, I think for um, software as a service, uh, business to business, the average slash good is between 60 and 65. Mm -hmm. And for instance, our knowledge base, we average like about 10% above that. So that's a good indicator of people are clicking, but they're also, you know, engaging with the content. Um, another thing is obviously the number of tickets that you get and uh, the number of tickets that are solved with just a link to the knowledge base. Build connections with a lot of people in support. And now whenever they see a ticket, you know, popping up multiple times, they just reach out to me and they say, hey, this would be a really good article. And then we can, you know, get started with the, you know, content design, drafting it and, uh, you know, adding it to the knowledge base. So. There is definitely this um, sort of collective effort Absolutely. to documentation, which is, I think, pretty great. Super, uh, Isabel. So I just have one last question before we move to the rapid fire round. So according to you, what is that one integral feature that should be available in any knowledge-based solution one chooses for? Um, content reuse, single sourcing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a firm believer in single sourcing, especially if you work across different products, uh, if you localize your content in any in any way. Um, reusing content is really super important That's to make great. sure that mm -hmm. you can do it. <laughs> nice. So now coming on to my rapid fire round questions. Now, mm -hmm. uh, you might have answered this already, but who have you learned the most about documentation from in your career? Uh, I think it's hard to pinpoint a specific person. <laughs> um, it's a, it's usually like a collective thing, right? You, you draw inspiration and, um, and knowledge from a lot of different people. But I would have to say the main one was my tech writing professor during my master's, who was a, a very tough man, uh, but he was also one of the, the people that helped me grow the most because he was so um, demanding. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's always good to get somebody like that in the early days of your career. Yep, absolutely. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Great, great. So I'm sure you must be reading quite a lot of content out in the um, in either blogs or websites. So mm -hmm. can you share some of the resources that you recently came across or that you think is a good one to share with our audience? Um, so obviously there's Write the Docs, which is an amazing resource for most tech writers. Um, and there's another one. It's a it's a blog by this tech writer in I think Barcelona, and it's called Paso Uno. So it's Paso Uno P A two S O Uno, and it's Fabrizio Ferri Benedetti, and he does some really interesting work on technical communication, mostly API, but also you know just in general, and it's it's pretty great. But it's mostly blogs, is it? He writes yeah, 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 it's a blog. And uh, he touches on so many different topics like hiring in, um, you know, chat GPT area, measuring the success of a knowledge base, all of that. Yeah, brilliant. My last question is, what is that one piece of documentation related advice you would give to your 20 year old self? Um, <laughs> it's a very good question. Um, I would say, ask questions, ask away. And when you're not fully sure, ask again until you're 100% sure. And uh, just connect with loads of people, not just you know the developer team, but marketing, um, sales, um, 
connect as much as you can because everyone will help you paint a better picture of the users we're serving and in terms your documentation will be better if you know who you're talking to yeah do not hesitate to ask and get to the bottom of your requirements exactly <laughs> brilliant advice uh, isabel once again thank you for all your brilliant answers and i really like the way you handle the features integral feature and how do you measure uh, the data insights for a successful knowledge base. Now, is there anything that you'd like to add uh, to our audiences today? Um, I don't know. Just get writing. <laughs> <laughs> Keep creating. <laughs> exactly. Brilliant. So have a lovely week ahead. And also Thanks. in all the projects that you're going to be engaging, create yeah. brilliant content and wish you all the best, very best, Isabel. Thanks, you too. Have a great day. And uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. The pleasure is ours too. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Please head to iTunes, rate, and provide honest feedback on the podcast. See you next week.